0: Welcome, welcome to episode three of Real Life and Fantasy Football, a podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, a little bit of real life, a little bit of fantasy football. So this week we're going to do a review of the week one games, take a look at the top fantasy performers, and take a look at who's trending up, some waiver wire ads for week two, and also some stardom and sit guys that uh, have some good matchups this week, and uh, then we'll end with a little bit of real life. So I'll dive right into it. Quarterbacks had big weeks this week. Josh Allen was number one. He had 36 fantasy points. Mahomes, 33.9. Carson Wentz, surprise there. For the Washington Commanders, 30.7. Jalen Hurts, 24.7. Lamar Jackson, 24.5. Those are your top five QBs for the week. And this is scoring that I'm using based off of Sleeper, um, one of the apps that I use for one of my dynasty leagues. And obviously, depending on your specific league settings, yours might be a little different. You might have a different top five, but it's going to be pretty close to that. And then Honorable Mention, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) With a whopping 3.7 fantasy points. Rough first week for him without Devontae Adams. But as the two-time reigning MVP, I think he'll find a way to pull it together. Your top-performing running backs for the week Saquon Barkley looks to be in his rookie form 29.4 points. Jonathan Taylor 25.5. DeAndre Swift 25 points. Cordero Patterson picked up right where he left off at 21.1. And, uh, I was <laughs> thinking all during drafts that I was very surprised at how low he was going because people somehow just thought he had some magical unicorn year last week or last year. But, uh, yeah, he picked up. He, he did it. And, uh, yeah, Kareem Hunt, number five, with 21 points. And honorable mention for the running backs, Xander Horvath. That's right. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, uh, is Xander Horvath a real NFL player? Or was he a camp counselor from the Heavyweights movie, 1995 classic? I probably would have told you Heavyweights, but Xander Horvath. There you go, folks. For the Chargers, he's uh, I think was a seventh-round rookie. It's probably why you never heard of him. So wide receivers. Justin Jefferson had a major week, obviously, 34.9 points. Cooper Cup, 25.3. Stefan Diggs, 25.2. Devontae Adams, 25.1. Jamar Chase, 23.9. And those week one top five looks like it could be the end of the year top five in any particular order. A couple of surprises Robbie Anderson, 21.7 points for the Panthers. He had an up and down year last year. I had him on my fantasy team and was hopeful, tried to play him most weeks, and didn't get very far. A.J. Brown, people didn't really know what to think of him with his new trade to the Eagles, but he had a pretty good 20.5 points, and Michael Thomas looked pretty sharp, 20.2 points. Uh, Surprise the other way was D.J. Moore. He only had three catches, but... He's been pretty elite the last several years, so I expect him to pick right up where he left off the last few years. Tight ends, your top performers, Travis Kelsey, 22.1. And a surprise, O.J. Howard. I guess I didn't even realize he got traded to Houston, but um, he's on the Texans now, 16.8 points. Um, I don't see that continuing, though, because it was – Two targets, two receptions, two touchdowns, so a bit of a spike week for him. Um, I'm guessing he won't have another one of those weeks all year. <laughs> we can check back and, and see at the end. Taysom Hill, gadget player for the New Orleans Saints. He is officially listed as a tight end, but they used him all over the place. Uh, he actually only had one target and one reception for two yards, but He had four rushing attempts for 81 yards and a touchdown, so sneaky add there if he's available in any of your leagues because you can play him as your tight end, but he can get you points all over the field. Gerald Everett for the Chargers, 12.9 points. And Will Disley, he uh, had 11.8 points. Had him on my fantasy team a couple years ago when he actually played most weeks but seemed to get injured a lot, so... Look at him back on the horse. The top five rookies that performed this week, Jahan Dotson, Isaiah Pacheco, Drake London, Xander Horvath, like we talked about, Chris Olave. And, yeah, looked like Olave was, um, even though he only had three targets, it looked like he was pretty crisp. He looks very pro-ready. And... Top five defenses, Steelers, came to play some football, 25 fantasy points. That's crazy. Uh, Dolphins, 18. Bills, 17 points. Chargers, 17. Bucks, 12. And your top kickers for the week, Youngway Koo. He had 19 fantasy points. He had two 50-plus 50 yarders, 50 yarders. Impressive. Cade York. Cleveland, 16 points. Ryan Suckup, Tampa Bay, 15 points. Chris Boswell for Pittsburgh, 14 points. And Greg Joseph for Minnesota, 13 points. Yeah, so uh, some surprises there, um, but also a lot of uh, top-name guys, especially the wide receivers. People that are trending up for this week. Jeff Wilson's been the biggest ad. He looks like he's now rostered in about 91% of leagues, at least on sleeper, with uh, the injury to Elijah Mitchell in San Francisco. It looks like Elijah Mitchell's going to be out, I've heard, anywhere from six to eight weeks. So Jeff Wilson should step up into that role. Curtis Samuel, he had a pretty big week last week against Jacksonville. Uh, 11 targets. Uh, eight receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. He's also used in the rushing game, four rushes for 17 yards. So he was banged up all of last year, but looks like at least in the first game, they're wanting to use him a lot. Taysom Hill, like we talked about, and Rex Burkhead, looks like at least to start out the season, he's going to be used. Um, more than or in an equivalent role with Damian Pierce. So, uh, yeah, if you picked Rex Burkhead late in your draft with a dart, then, uh, he's paying off. looks like he's rostered in about three quarters of leagues now, but if he's available in your league, definitely pick him up. Robbie Anderson, like we talked about, 21.7 fantasy points. He had eight targets and, uh, Five receptions for 102 yards and a touchdown. So it looks like he had some good chemistry with Baker Mayfield there. Devin DuVernay, now that he's the number one option, um, well, number two option in Baltimore behind Rashad Bateman. He uh, only had four receptions for 52, 54 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So that definitely boosted his, his fantasy point total there. Let's go down the list here. Cooper Rush looks like he's going to step into the starting role for the Cowboys with Dak Prescott out with the hand injury. And he will be out about six to eight weeks, it looks like. So Cooper Rush, from what I remember, has been a pretty good game manager in the past. I would guess that they will rely more heavily on their running backs, on Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Let's see here. Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Cleveland Browns had 11 targets. Um, He had a pretty good rookie year. uh, Or, sorry, yeah, two years ago, but he started to get used more last year in his sophomore year and um, off to a good start this year. Let's see here. Yeah, Jahan Dotson, like we talked about, James Robinson. People were high on Travis Etienne, but it looks like Robinson had a great start to the year coming off of his Achilles towards the end of last year, which is still crazy. Uh, let's see here, some deeper ads. Richie James, New York Giants wide receiver, he's only rostered in 9% of leagues but uh, it looks like he had good chemistry with Daniel Jones last week. And uh, he played the third most snaps of any of the Giants' wide receivers. Five catches for 59 yards on six targets. So seems like Daniel Jones trusts him. Um, and, yeah, it's definitely a mixed bag with uh, the Giants' receiving room because you got Kenny Galladay there who... I thought was going to have a great year last year. Didn't do much. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Kadarius Tony, who I think is banged up. Um, yeah, only on the field for seven snaps. Um, even though Brian Dayball reports that he's fully healthy, but yeah, Richie James might be worth, a, a pickup in your league. Hayden Hurst, I was uh, a little higher on him, tight end for the Bengals coming into the year. Uh, And, yeah, he definitely got some attention on Sunday. He got targeted eight times. It was probably due to T. Higgins going out early with, I believe, a concussion. So uh, I'm not sure what T. Higgins will look like going forward here, if he'll be out a week Um, let's see report as of four hours ago says he's making good progress. Uh, hasn't been cleared officially, but, um, yeah, making good progress according to Zach Taylor, head coach. So if he does sit out, Hayden Hurst could see more of a boost in targets and then Tyler Boyd would step in as your wide receiver too, presumably. Um, yeah, a couple of. Starts that I like this week, I like Kirk Cousins versus the Eagles. He had a great week last week, and the Eagles were in a high-scoring affair with the Lions, and I could see that happening again uh, between the Vikings and the Eagles this week. I do like Derek Carr versus the Cardinals. Cardinals got carved up at uh, Arrowhead West, a.k.a. uh, in Arizona, last week. Uh, go Chiefs. And even though Carr uh, struggled for moments last week, uh, he did seem to have a good connection with Devontae Adams. And I always like that he has a safety blanket there on Hunter Renfro. So um, I'm high on Carr this week against the Cardinals. Running backs, I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire versus the Chargers. Uh, Looks like he had some good use in the Chiefs game last week. And then Antonio Gibson versus Detroit. I could also see that being a high-scoring game. Detroit scoring some points, and apparently Carson Wentz is the thing again. So wide receivers, these are a little bit more of a a deeper dive, but I like Christian Kirk versus Indianapolis. Uh, I do like Indy's defense, but... Uh, looked like Kirk had some good rapport with Trevor Lawrence, and they paid Kirk that big contract this off season. So, and then Drake London versus the Rams. Um, he had a decent week last week, um, but yeah, I like his matchup um, against the Rams here. Let's see tight ends. Dalton Schultz. Now I know Dak Prescott's going to be out, like I mentioned, but uh, he did have nine targets, and I could see um, Cooper Rush using Dalton Schultz more of a as a security blanket next week for Cincinnati, which could also be a um, a game where Dallas has to keep up with Cincinnati's offense. So I could see, yeah, Cooper Rush relying on. Schultz and, and continuing with around nine targets. Pat Fryermuth had 10 targets last week. I like him against New England this week. And kickers, run it back. Young Wei Koo again. Um, he was, like we said, the top fantasy scorer this week. I could see it happening again um, with the Rams. And then uh, Evan McPherson for um, the Bengals. Again, they're playing Dallas. Could be a high scoring affair. Uh, Defenses this week, I like. I do like Cincinnati against Dallas. Uh, With a new quarterback and a backup quarterback coming in, Cooper Rush, um, you know, he could struggle and Cincinnati could feast off of that. And then Pittsburgh versus New England. Pittsburgh had an insane week last week seven sacks four interceptions a fumble recovery touchdown and uh, they're going against New England this week um yeah and with Patriots offense struggling last week and uh yeah quarterback being banged up a little bit and I could see I could see Pittsburgh having another big week and it looks like it's at home uh, versus New England so Got the home crowd. Good defense. Yeah, that was a quick run through of week one. I'm hoping in future weeks this episode will drop on Monday night, um, Tuesday morning, so that uh, you'd have a chance to listen and get your waiver wire ads in early. But um, Yeah, so that's fantasy football, and we'll – end here with a little bit of real life Um, so a podcast I've been listening to recently is the Ed Milette show he's uh, in kind of the leadership uh, arena um, and his most recent episode he um, interviewed a gentleman who had recently talked with the Los Angeles Rams so he mentioned that when he was talking with them, uh, and he was kind of talking about goals, having extrinsic goals versus intrinsic goals, and he, uh, he said he looked at a lot of the younger guys and said, uh, you know, a lot of you have dreamed of being an NFL player, dreamed of winning the Super Bowl, um, and you did that last year, and you're 28, so if you've accomplished your highest goal uh, that you've had in your life, and you've you know made it to the summit, quote unquote. Um, what's what are you living for next? If you've uh, if you have extrinsic goals like that, and you're gonna live till you're 90, uh, what are you gonna do that you know next 60, 70 years of your life? If you've uh, if you don't have other goals, um, he had a really cool quote as well. He said uh, a lot of you are seven figure guys. Um, this is at a different kind of more of a business conference he said a lot of you are seven figure men in your workplace but are you seven figure men at home are you um yeah I just thought that was a really cool way of of putting it um you know because a lot of guys can be superman at work uh, and they're just Clark Kent at home so be a superman in both areas of your life in work and home And be a a seven-figure man or woman, um, wherever you are in all your relationships. Uh, So, yeah. Quick episode. That'll wrap us up for today. Um, Yeah. Leave me a a comment. Uh, Let me know what teams you want to hear about, what players you want to hear about, either in fantasy football realm or real-life realm. And... I'll continue to, um, to try to give you guys some good content here. So that's it. Have a blessed evening. Have a blessed day. And I'll catch you next time.